thank you for your presence, Jesus. We declare our love for you tonight. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening, people of God. Shalom, evening, church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, I'm also doing well with my family. God bless you and keep all of you strong. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Alright. Kindly share the link. Invite your friends and loved ones to come and be a blessing. Invite them, invite them, share the link, share the link. Don't be selfish, for you do not selfish. So send the link to your friends. Share the link. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> All right. My daughter, Miss B, God bless you. Denise, God bless you and favor you and your family. In the name of Jesus. Lady Pastor Becklin, the Lord bless you and honor you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Audrey, may the Lord show you his goodness. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Stephanie, dear. The grace of God locate you and your family. Amir Jewa, may the favor of God locate you and your family. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. May God's favor locate everybody here, especially those who will share the link. Mm. Somebody said, man of God, you are practicing favoritism. Oh yeah, why do you say, we share link in our castle? We share link in our own castle. So share the link. All right. May the Lord bless us and grant us divine grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right. Let's take a word of prayer before we start our teaching service. Oh, eternal Father, we give you praise and the glory. We honor you for such a time as this in your presence in the name of Jesus. Thank you for gifting us with another opportunity even to learn, even from 
your field in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We pray that your light will shine upon us. The light of your word. Let it shine upon us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Enlighten the eyes of our understanding. Cause us to now see things even from your perspective. In the name of Jesus. Fulfill your will and let your name be glorified forever. We thank you even for what you have done. In Jesus precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. I want to welcome all of you to this evening's prophetic training. I believe strongly that God is going to do an amazing thing in our midst and He will open our eyes to understand the scriptures. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have still not shared the link, I don't know why you are afraid. Huh? Why are you afraid to share the link? So share the link, share the link, share the link. Somebody can just enter into the live room and that will be the person's total deliverance. Hmm? So you are not just sharing any link. You are trying to connect somebody to the life of God and the light of God. And blessed be you when somebody receives a touch of God through your invitation. So, share the link. God bless you and favor you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Alright, this evening um, I want us to do a little bit introduction on the book of Revelation. Hallelujah. And um, we need to understand the introduction before um, we go into the actual content of the book hallelujah you know it is one of the most um, misunderstood books in the bible one of the most misunderstood books in the bible hallelujah and because of that because of that book and the understanding in that book we have had a lot of denominations in Christianity many people have called other people false teachers because of this book <laughs> hallelujah people have insulted people because of this book some people quit certain churches and they joined themselves to other churches because of the understanding of this book. That is the reason why most men of God don't want to touch that book. 
they can preach from every book of the Bible and shout here and there and do a lot of gymnastics without touching that book of Revelation. Because they know when they go to that side, definitely they must be on a certain stand. And that stand that you will be will be different from another person's stand. Then they will start tagging you. Hallelujah. And the Lord is going to help us with understandings. And we pray that the light of God's word will shine upon us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, before we go, we go into the introduction um, of the book of Revelation. Let me just give like five minutes. Um, if anybody has any question, you can, you can freely ask. If you have any question in the Bible that you want, to, you want the Lord to help you with answers, you can feel free and ask. All right. Any question? Somebody said, Okay, my son Dake said, Daddy, I please I asked of the light in Genesis 1 3. As in the light that God said, let there be light, and there was light. Is it that light you are talking about? Oh, it's so simple. That light is just a dimension of God. The dimension of God that we call light in fire. Yeah, that is the light. Are you getting it? Yeah, we can go into details, but um, it's basically like that. That is, that is the dimension of God. And we all know that when we speak of light, we are actually speaking of the dimension of God that causes us to, to know God. Without that dimension of God, there is nothing like knowledge in God. Exactly. So that is a dimension of God. And we all know that the light of God is Christ. So that is God. Okay, someone said, is the book in chronological order? No, I think I've explained um, that. Um, when I was talking about understanding the whole Bible, I made us understand that the Bible that we have now is not written in chronological order when we say chronological order as in when you move from genesis you go to this then you move from this then you go to this then you move from this side till you get to revelation that's not how the bible has been um, arranged so if you think you are reading the bible from genesis to revelation and it is in order you will miss it at a point are you getting it Especially um, when Jeremiah was prophesying of the doom of Israel. 
and that prophecy came to pass when Israel was taken into captivity and that captivity they were there for 70 years and whilst they were there God opened a door for them to go back and that door that God opened for them to go back to the land of Israel was through some people and one is by name Nehemiah one is also by name Ezra it was actually through Nehemiah that God rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem and sent the people of Israel back to the land meanwhile God had already given a prophecy of their doom through Jeremiah the prophet but when you begin to check the Bible Nehemiah who was rebuilding the city came first before Jeremiah who prophesied about the, the doom that they will be captured into slavery before he also started prophesying so that I don't know if you are getting what I'm the, the what I'm trying to communicate good so definitely it is not written in chronological order that is why if you want to really understand the Bible you have to get it from a certain perspective else it will be very difficult for you to get it yeah and when we're talking about understanding the whole Bible I brought out that perspective else you can get confused you wouldn't even know whether the God of the Old Testament is different from the God of the New Testament and that is why a lot of people are killing themselves because many people say that the God of the Old Testament is different from the God of the New Testament and the problem is because they have not come to a place of understanding the matters of the covenants that is in the Word of God they don't know that the way God will relate to a people is based on the kind of covenant that you have with them are you listening to me good so you need to understand that all right okay Vero also said please Papa please what is the mystery is it misery or mystery or the main function of the four living creatures around the throne and what does each represent this one is a whole message <laughs> i can't see it within two minutes you get it i would definitely get a time and talk about that but i think i've explained this before that they are actually um an unfolding of god's eternal purpose through um time they are the unfolding they are actually the manifestation of the mystical secrets of God I'll take time to um, explain because I can't just say it I need to go to a certain place and start from somewhere which will take like two weeks so kindly um, pardon me on that one I'll make time for us to really understand that amen all right okay so nanefia says shalom papa please why is it that the book of enoch has been removed from the bible 
please what is the mystery behind it <laughs> all right all right um this one day i don't know how to um talk about it but you see the you see all those books that were like you see that's the reason when you take the book when you take the bible some of the things that are very easy to note are things that like that are like stories that one many people don't really have issues with that you get the thing so and peter was walking with the disciples and jesus and they got to a certain part of the sea and they entered into the boat and this it is like a story a certain story that just you know happened but the moment the thing moves from just a normal story to a certain prophecy or a vision that's where we get the problem are you getting it so even in the book of genesis when moses was actually speaking of the creation story we have a lot of churches who have issues with that especially when it comes to what we call the day when the, and the first day god made this the second day god made this we have a lot of people who believe that day is not just like one day that we know because thousand years is like a day before the lord so some people believe that just one the first day in god's creation is thousand years so you see so if god used six days to create the whole universe then to them god used seven thousand years to create the universe because the bible said one day is like a thousand years before the law and because that account is like a spiritual thing that god revealed to moses they are trying to make everything in that um, text a metaphorical thing or something that is standing for something higher I don't know if you are all getting my point. Other people to believe that just that one day, the first day is just like the normal 24 hours day that we have. Hmm. So you see, even with that, there is confusion. And that is why you need to understand many people this uh, christianity that you are just there thinking everything is fine try to study if you try to study more you will know that christianity is really divided i'm telling you christianity we are we are seriously divided and it is not now that it started though it was there way back <clears throat> hallelujah so you see it, it makes it quite difficult for people to understand so sometimes you can hold a certain truth of the scripture and you think you are right but somebody else will bring another point from a different perspective and you will start shaking Are you getting it? 
the Lord will help us and grant us grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. So, there were certain people that compiled the Bible in the year 1500, 1500. And we all have to understand that all those people, almost 99.9% of them were from the Roman Empire. Listen to me carefully. They were from the Roman Empire. And these people had a plan. They had a plan and a plot. Their main assignment was not to see the church flourish. But they knew that if they used the church as a means, they can actually establish their own intent. But when they took the Christian Bible, they began to understand that some of them are really heavy. And some of them carry weight. And when people begin to understand them, they can have a lot of spiritual insight on things. Because one of the things that is very painful when you don't have is your history. So they decided to take some of the, the books from the Bible. And you know, when you look through the Bible, we have a lot of books that we don't have in our 66 books. We don't have the book of Jasha. We don't have the book of Enoch. Plenty books. I mean plenty. The book of Tobit and all those things. Meanwhile, these books were there. So it was not actually as a result of any kind of spiritual thing that people sat down and they decided, let us take this book out of it. And they did it. Are you getting it? Good. Exactly. So... Even Jude made mention of what Enoch said. Meanwhile, the only thing we knew about Enoch was in the Old Testament, the Bible said, and Enoch worked with God, and he was not, for God took him. But Jude was telling us of what Enoch, the seventh from Adam, said. So where did Jude know or learn what Enoch said? Unless there was a book that he read. But we don't have it. So it's just as simple as that. People sat down. And in fact, this Bible that we are having, before the year 1500, it was not actually divided into chapters and verses. And they have not actually compiled the whole thing. So they were in portions. You know, there are a lot of people, some people who believe that the Old Testament is just past and gone. And we are new creation. So we are New Testament believers. So we just only need to kind of 
focus on the New Testament. Since the Old Testament is just old and gone and nothing is good in that, those people are the people that started creating their own Bibles, only the New Testament. And if you could remember, there is this small Bible, blue Bible, the Gideon's Bible. It is only from Matthew to Revelation. And there were moments, some, some of them even added the book of Psalms. Just to make it spicy. <laughs> and they threw the others away. So you see, if you want to study in this our kingdom, you will really know that Christianity is divided. And then you will call on the Holy Ghost to help the church. Because right now, you can even say something from the scriptures and give out your understanding and the revelation that you have received. Another man of God can stand on his altar and say you are a false prophet. You are a false teacher. You are throwing dust into the eyes of God's children and God will judge you and he will tell people not to get connected to you. People do that too. So there are certain churches who believe that certain churches are lost. They are not from God. They will, they will, not, go, they will not go to heaven. <laughs> and if you go into church history, you will laugh. Let me go straight, especially I said the church like Deeper Life Bible Church. In the times of old, in fact, when they started the, the church, they said television is called the black the devil's black box the devil's black box that the devil was using to destroy many christians so every church member of deeper life bible church they have television in their house if you buy a television you are antichrist you go to hell If you buy television as a deeper life Bible church member, you go to hell. Now, as I'm talking to you, now as I'm talking to you, the main pastor has a television station. In fact, a satellite. <laughs> you have a satellite television. <laughs> That even when you are in a different African country, you can watch them. Now they we are not Antichrist. Now dear. Can you all hear me, please?
great. So you see, how come the same person that was fighting against television, right now he has a television station and people are watching him on television. In fact, when you come to some of his branches in Ghana here, they don't, some of them don't have their own pastors preaching. They watch the man live from Nigeria on TV. <laughs> and this one, the man disconnected himself from a church because those churches were into media, television, they said, hey, they are all lost. And he started his own ministry. Now, that man is a great man that God has anointed. Very, very, very anointed. Such a general in the kingdom. But on the premise of a certain understanding, things could not, you know, stand in in the right places are you following and that is how come all these things came to be but we still thank god hallelujah because revelation is progressive amen so we need to understand all these things the lord will help us Vero said, Daddy, please, Solomon asked for wisdom and he received it through an encounter with the Lord in a dream. Please, how was he able to accurately ask for wisdom in that dream because he was asleep? Oh, anytime God comes to a man in a vision or in a dream, there is a dimension of you which is your spirit that is standing before God. And your, your spirit cannot ask for nonsense. Are you getting it? Even though a dimension of your soul will also be active. But it is dependent on how your mind has grown. So what Solomon actually saw was a highly spiritual dream. And he did not interfere with his own sentiments and the first reason is because it was let me say a, a, a deep sleep that God was actually revealing something to him through and secondly his mind had received light so he was actually in the will of God because definitely there was a prophetic word concerning his life. So his mind was actually in line with God's kingdom purpose. Are you getting it? If you don't mature spiritually, if your soul is not in alignment with God's will, when God appears to you and asks you, what do you want? You say, pounds. And God will know that. You are not thinking of his kingdom agenda. You are thinking of yourself. 
you will not receive it. I know that many of you, huh? when you dream and you see an angel, you see, I keep this is why I said this in the afternoon. When somebody is going through tough moments or the person is in trouble, and an angel of the Lord appears, even if God comes and says, What is this one thing that you want me to do for you? Say it now, and I'll do it for you. The person will just ask. Many human beings will ask him, Lord, show me who is behind this trouble. You have only one chance. I watched a short skit of a certain young lady that was going somewhere with, I don't know whether a beloved or something. And the beloved was captured by a certain animal into a cave. And there was no way the guy could be free. And whilst the lady was standing there, God appeared. And God said, tell me that one thing you want me to do for you. Come and see. The lady started speaking. I want to go to this. I want to have, I want to have wealth, unending wealth, this, 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 this. Meanwhile, your beloved has been locked up. I want to prayer. I want to walk in great wealth. I want to walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. I want to receive that day. I don't know why they normally add the ha. It makes you feel spiritual. I came to tell somebody, ah, the glory of God ah, is coming upon you. You are saying, you are. Hallelujah. <laughs> I think it's a good feeling. Then they will hold their left ear. Somebody, ah, the grace of God. Please, please. It's a good experience, you know. <laughs> when, when, you, when you see, you begin to feel some kind of fire. If you don't feel the fire, you, don't, you will not understand why we say the heart. <laughs> Somebody said, Amen. <laughs> Alright, we give God praise. We give God praise, people of God. We thank God for this evening. Amen. All right. Good. So now, introduction to the book of the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, take note. We are starting this introduction first. <laughs> Some say, man of God, my stomach. Ha. Please. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, all right, all right. We bless God. Amen. 
Amen. Great, great, great. Good. Now, we have to first understand the book of Revelation from a certain point. Before I go into that, I want you to know this. Let's give this scenario. You were walking. Hmm? Let's say you don't know anything. You you were just walking somewhere and you met four people who were standing at a place looking at a certain painting. Like somebody had painted a certain nice picture with a certain nice background. And four people were standing in front of that painting. Now, all these four people called themselves experts in interpreting paintings but you don't know anything so when you got there you look at the people and you were looking at the painting but the thing you you were seeing something different but they that were standing there looked like people who had deep understanding on what you were looking at so you ask them please i want to ask you few questions and i beg you please help me understand these questions the first question that i want to ask is that when was this painting made or when was the painting created Are you all following? Good. Now, the moment you said when, the first person among the four people that spoke gave a date. And the date of that person was different from the date of the others but one of them actually said it doesn't the date does not even matter what matter what really matters actually is the content of the painting and what it is depicting but all the four gave different dates are you following Then the person said, Ah, me, I don't understand this whole thing. I'm asking that you should just tell me when it was painted. Both of you, all the four of you that call yourself experts in the interpretation of paintings, you are all giving me different dates. Okay, you let's put that one aside. Let me ask another question How was the painting made? How? What medium did the artist use to make the painting? Immediately, all the four also gave different answers. 
So what at all is going on? Then you you get you are getting more confused because you don't know anything, and these are people that are experts, and instead of them to tell you, they are all saying different things, and you don't know whose idea you should take. So you decided to ask another question, and you ask them, why did the artist or the painter, why did he paint this this picture, that one too? All the four gave different answers. Now, let me ask you this. If you were the person that didn't know anything, and people are giving, the, those that call themselves experts are giving you different answers to what you want to understand, what would you do? Hmm? What would you do? <laughs> Somebody said I would be confused. Okay. Somebody said, first of all, it will confuse me. And we'll have to dig deeper. The people that you can really get the deepest meaning from, they are the only four people standing there. Somebody said you will leave them and go. Now, did, did you hear that? Said you will leave them because they are confusing you. This is why many people don't read the book of Revelation. They don't want to even get close. Because if you make an attempt to study the book of Revelation, put this at the back of your mind. There are four main views of the book of Revelation. Whether you like it or yes, you will fall in one. Four main views. Hmm. Amen. Good. The first view is known as preterism. P-R-E-T-E-R-I-S-M. Preterism. The first view of the book of Revelation. And what does preterism mean? To those that are in the line of preterism, they believe that the book of Revelation was actually written before the fall of Jerusalem. How many of us remember that I taught us on the fall of Jerusalem in, in the year AD 70 when the temple was destroyed by the Roman Empire? And over 2 million Israelites died on that very day. And according to history, you could not even see a clear land 
on the land of Jerusalem where you can stand. Every place was filled with blood. Now, this destruction of Jerusalem happened in AD 70. AD 70. Now, those that are into preterism are known as preterists. They believe that the book of Revelation was written before the destruction of Jerusalem. Are you following? And they also believe that everything, every prophecy, everything written in the book was actually fulfilled by, by the destruction of Jerusalem through um, in the year AD 70. Everything. That is the preterist view. So those people, whenever you say something, it has already happened. When you say it, it has already happened. So to them, the whole book of Revelation has actually happened. But there are a particular group of the same preterists who believe that certain parts of the book of Revelation are yet to be fulfilled. Can you all hear me, please? Good. But among the same preterists, there is a small division. There is a particular group of the preterists who believe that, no, not all the parts in the book of Revelation have been fulfilled. There are others, small, small parts that are yet to be fulfilled. So those people, they call themselves partial preterists. Partial preterists. But there are those who believe that everything in the book of Revelation actually happened in AD 70 when Jerusalem was destroyed. Those people are known as those people are known as full preterists. But they are all part of one umbrella called preterism. Are you following? Can you all hear me? Good. Please, did you all get the first part? Great. 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 That is the first view of the book of Revelation. So now, if you are part of the preterist, 
when the person who does not know anything asks you when was this book when was this paint made you will definitely give a date that is before AD 70 I hope you know that Google. so now when you even if you go to Google and you want to know when was the book of Revelation written you will get two main views on that the first one will be around AD 64 and the second one will be around AD 96 are you following and most of the parts that you find are those that have said the book of Revelation was actually written in AD 96 plenty of them but a very few of them believe that it was written between AD 64-65 thereabout. Very, very, very important. Today is just introduction, so we want to pick some few things. Hallelujah. And the Lord will help us with understanding in Jesus' name. Now, we have another view known as Futurism. Futurism. F-U-T-U-R-I-S-M. Those group of people believe that all the prophecies in the book of Revelation are yet to happen in the future. Are you getting it? They believe that, oh, it will happen in the future. It will happen in the future. The futurists. And mostly those people, when you ask them, when was the book written? Most of them will give you AD 96. They are also known as the futurists. Then we have those who also subscribe to another view called historicism. Historicism. H I S T O R I C I S M. Historicism. Very, very important. Now, the historicism, or let me say the historicists, they don't really care about when the book was written. 
they mostly say it is a prophetic book or a prophetic painting so it is just mystical codes and symbols you see so those kind of people they are like they try to push in a lot of mystical things into the book they don't really care that maybe something has happened before they don't they don't focus so they try to keep in a lot of mystical kind of ideas are you following good and the last group of people we call them the idealism idealism idea then you add lism l i s m these people also believe a little bit of what the futurists say they think that the book of revelation is talking about something maybe in the distant future but it also it carries some mystical codes here and there the historicism people have a certain belief that the book of revelation is actually speaking of the whole history of human of the human race and the mystical things that god is trying to do Can you all hear me please? Great. Great. Good. So you see the historicism group have a certain belief that the whole book of revelation is actually speaking of the history of the human race. and what god is trying to do mysteriously you know it, it speaks of like the the battle between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness and how god will win at the end and everything mostly that is what the historicism people believe and they have a, a certain kind of similarity in their belief with the idealism just that the idealism group mostly chip in a lot of ideas because they, they see the book of revelation to be more mystical so any meaning you bring they see that there is something much more deeper than that are, are you following so these are the four main groups or four main views of the book of revelation now I want to I want to say this in one way or the other you have actually believed in one <laughs> are you listening to me in one way or the other you have actually believed in one based on what you kept hearing and that is the reason why when you pick the book you get confused 
even though you don't really know the full content of the book but you have actually believed in one in such a way that and most people are the futurist hmm? futurism has more people those that believe that the book of revelation is yet to come to pass it is in the future So anytime somebody tries to say that, oh no, um, the book of Revelation was written before the fall of Jerusalem and that speaks of the judgment of God on his people and that and it means that a lot of things have been fulfilled over the, they will start fighting with you. Hallelujah. But let's look at something here. The first thing I want us to talk about is the title of the whole book. The title of the whole book. And the title of the book is The Revelation of Jesus Christ. The Revelation of Jesus Christ. The Revelation of Jesus Christ. If it is the revelation of Jesus Christ, then put it, who are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you following? So your main focus is to find Jesus in what we are about to study. This is what will let you understand when we say Jesus Christ, it is something way higher than you think. And the word revelation means to uncover or unveil that which was covered. That means in, in clear language, it means we are going to uncover the hidden Jesus Christ. Hey, that means that had it not been John that was taken into the heavenly realms, to open our eyes it means jesus would have been a covered thing to us is that is, is that what so what john is about to tell us is actually an unveiling an uncovering of jesus christ so the more you study the book, you should now understand and know Jesus Christ in details. So if you are studying that book and you are not knowing Jesus Christ, a problem will come. Now let me give you an understanding. The whole book is a prophecy. I hope you know that. Good. Listen to what John himself said in the book of Revelation, chapter 1. The book of Revelation, chapter 1. He said, This is the revelation of Jesus, the Messiah, which God gave him 
to show his servants the things that must happen soon. So now, God gave the revelation of Jesus Christ to John so that John will show the servants of God of the things that must happen soon. Now, we need to start taking notice of every word. We should not be jumping if you want to understand the book. When you read the King James, the King James says that the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servant things which must shortly take place. Shortly take place. What is the word shortly? That is not even what I want to talk about. Let's continue. He said, And he sent and signified it by his angel. He sent and signified. When we say signify, it is out of that word we had signature or a sign. Are you following? To give a sign. Now, most of the times, when somebody puts down his or her signature, mostly it starts with either his first name first letter so it is actually the person's name but he has i don't know if you are getting what i'm saying he is writing it in a way that he's not writing the name clearly for you to know so it is a coded name There are some people too, it is not even about their names. They just write something. They just do some marks here and there. But the word signified is the word sign. And when we speak of sign, are you following? Good. The word of the Lord told us in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 14 that God, he made the stars, the moon and the sun for signs, for days, for years and for seasons. That word sign actually can speak of a picture of something. It is also the same word as a symbol. A symbol that stands for something. Are you following? Good. So now, God signified the revelation of Jesus Christ by his angel unto the servant John. So even though the thing was an unveiling of Jesus to us, it was still in signs and in symbols. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. Good. (laughs) So we understand a lot of things. That is why it is difficult for people to understand. But the Lord will help us. 
Amen. Good. Now listen to something. Listen to this. The Bible says, from verse 2, it said, Who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all the, that of all things that he saw. Verse 3 is the part I want all of us to take notice of. He said, Blessed is he that, read, that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand so now according to this verse we know this one is a prophecy are you getting it it is actually a prophecy good now when you read this whole bible that we have is called the sure word of prophecy the sure word of prophecy for you to understand these things you need to take note that jesus when he came i hope you all believe that the whole bible it's called the sure word of prophecy. I hope you know that. Peter said we have a more sure word of prophecy. Good. When Jesus also came, he said, the law and the prophets. So the Old Testament was divided into two. The law and the prophets. the nabi and the ketuvim are you following so you have the law and you have the prophets Can you all hear me, please? Great. Now, Jesus, when he came, he said, the law, the Old Testament was divided into two main parts. 
the law and the prophets and jesus said the law and the prophets all of them testified of me so all the prophets and the law testified of jesus christ what jesus is trying to say is that the whole law and the whole prophets is actually concerning him and if we all know that the bible is actually the sure word of prophecy then listen to what the bible said in the book of revelation chapter 19 verse 10 the bible said and i fell at his feet to worship him and he said unto me see thou do it not i am thy fellow servant and of the brethren that have the testimony of jesus worship god for the testimony of jesus is the spirit of prophecy so what jesus is trying to say is that the prophecy the whole prophecy thing is actually testifying about him so the testimony of jesus is the spirit of prophecy Are you following now john also told us in revelation chapter 1 verse 3 he said those that will read and understand this prophecy they are blessed blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand so now we know that the book of revelation is a prophecy and we know that the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of jesus so definitely this book is testifying of the lord jesus christ no wonder its name the revelation of jesus christ So we are now about to know and understand Jesus. But the realm where John was speaking the things from, they were in symbols. They were signified unto him. So we need God's grace and his understanding in order to decode those symbols and and signs so that we can have a deeper understanding of what john was saying are you following beautiful beautiful now when you get to the verse 4 i hope you have all understood from chapter 1 verse 1 to 3 have we all understood that side good now listen to verse 4 the bible said john to the seven churches which are in asia 
John was writing to the seven churches that were in Asia. Now listen, you have to first understand <laughs> There is the main reason why knowing the date that the book was written will help. And this date is where we now have four different views and we don't know which one to choose because it is in the understanding of when the book was written that you would get other understandings hallelujah now i want to take my time for all of us to understand the the bible said john wrote a portion of it to the seven churches in Asia now many views especially the futurist view they believe that the seven churches are a certain group of churches that will manifest in the body of Christ See, like the body, the, the whole church that we have, um, a time is coming where they will be grouped into seven main churches. The futurists, that's what they believe. The historicism people also do believe that, oh, it is just also like, you know, as we are here now, the whole church, the body of Christ is divided into seven now. And those are the seven churches so whether we like it or yes in our present time we are all divided into seven churches so we definitely find ourselves under any of the churches hmm. the idealism people also have that same mentality as the historicism people now the preterists also believe that these churches were physical churches that were in Asia as the Bible really made mention of and they are the people John wrote the, the, the letter to it's not like something that is to happen in the future it was actually a church that was there so now which one do, do your belief fit in which one do you believe Just verse 4, we are confused. <laughs> Do you believe that the seven churches were actually churches that were present in Asia, as the Bible said? We all believe that. Everybody believes that. But according to the historicism and the idealism, they believe that even though those were churches that were there, but still now, in our present time, the whole church, the body of Christ, is divided into seven churches, like as we had. 
Do you believe that one? <laughs> hey. You see why a lot of people don't want to touch the book of Revelation? Because whether you like it or yes, you fall in one of these. <laughs> Someone said, I don't even know what to believe now. Somebody said, it does connect to us in, pre- in the present day, but it was actually written to the seven churches in Asia. Okay, that is what somebody is saying. That is what the historicism people also believe. So based on what you have said right now, I can say you are in line with historicism a bit. (laughs) But you can get to a certain point where you, you slip from historicism. Do you believe that some of the things written in the book are yet to be fulfilled? Or you believe that all the things in the book are yet to be fulfilled? Some are yet to be fulfilled. Okay. So we can still put you in the Partial preterism. <laughs> so you see, now you have stepped from historicism to partial preterism. So where pa are we? Now you see the. <laughs> Okay, he said, it says the things are yet to come. Listen, he said the things are to come shortly. And do you know the time that they wrote the book? They wrote it in the 80s. (laughs) Okay, Jerry said, Papa, I believe these were church ages. Do you know that what you have said right now also gives you a certain place you fit? Yeah, from when, when the moment you start making mention of ages, 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 you are talking of dispensationalism, and those people they have a certain big view of the whole Bible. <laughs> Whether you like it or yes, you will fall into one of these. Because you are not the first person that made attempt to interpret the book of Revelation. In every book you read about it, every message you hear about it, is coming from somebody who is from a certain group. Are you listening to me? And it is what they preach to you that will influence you to either join or leave.
Amen. Oh, amen. You can't we can't start making mention of things. No, we need to we need to understand the basics, the foundation. Are you listening to me? Now let me tell you. If you can oh thank you, Holy Ghost. May the Lord grant us grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I just saw an angel of the Lord right now and he said I should release his covering on a certain family right now right now thank you Holy Ghost Lord help me if you are here you are Esther let me see your hand if you are Esther here let me see your hand the angel is mentioning Esther 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 I have three people here. Success. Amma Adum and Esther Yeboah. Holy Spirit, help me. Hmm. The Esther I'm talking about, you have, you are married. Your husband is called Adum or something like that. Adum. Amadum, you are the one. I want to pray for you. I saw an angel standing before me, and the angel said, I should cover your family. Immediately he said that he showed me a house, and I saw that people were crying in the house, and he said, This thing must be stopped. There is a plot that they have. Thank you, Holy Ghost. There is a plot that they have against your husband but the spirit of the lord ministered to me that it will not stand is your husband with you now he's not with you i want to pray for him in the mighty name of the lord jesus may the preservation of the lord be upon him so a woman is naked standing on a tall mountain and she's speaking i don't know but the woman is speaking on a tall mountain and i heard the woman say that adam will not live till the end of the year i see they want to create a certain accident to take his life but the lord said it will not stand i saw thank you holy ghost the angel carried me to the house that i was seeing in the vision when I got there, I am looking at the whole, all the people asleep, but your husband was not there. And spiritually, it was around 4.18 p.m. When I saw a certain accident, and the angel of the Lord said to me that I should pray for his preservation, even to be upon your husband. And it is because of a certain child, because I saw, when I entered the house, I saw a young boy crying. 
and on the forehead of the boy i saw a name like david david and the angel of the lord ministered to me and said he is preserving the life of your husband because of that child your firstborn that your child is a prophet and he is the reason why god is preserving your husband's life that is why they want to attack the eyes of your firstborn but the spirit of the lord is ministering to me that preservation is coming upon your life and also coming upon your husband that evil attack will not hold in the mighty name of the lord jesus they have tried several times but they they did not succeed the spirit of the lord ministered to me that this time around i saw they have gone to a certain evil higher place and they want to do everything to take his life because they are saying that they have seen him about to flourish and i see a certain promotion that is about to come to him at the workplace that will open great financial doors to him and this will even open a traveling door and the spirit of the lord ministered to me that is the main reason why they want to put him down but the lord said by reason of your presence here today his preservation has come upon your family and by reason of your son david whom god has anointed to be his prophet he traveled just a month ago may the lord preserve your family in the name of jesus you two get ready god is about to open a door of traveling for your family okay you and all the children you will travel the grace of god i see a passport and i saw a name like esther techi and i saw inside the passport a visa the lord said get ready his favor has located you in the mighty name of the lord jesus somebody also said me are you also esther techi You too, you are Esther Techi. How possible? <laughs> My God. Then you too are your data salt. Let me pray for you. You too, God will open a traveling door for you to the UK. And the glory of God.
of tongues. I see the Spirit of the Lord come upon you. The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. Can you all hear me, please? All right, please. I'm I'm so sorry. I have an emergency that I have to、um, handle right now, so、um, we would have to shift the the teaching service to God willing tomorrow. But we are going to meet this night for.、Um, Priesthood. So make sure you join us. And we all know that we are praying against destiny destroyers. So make sure you join us. Hallelujah. God bless you all, and keep all of you strong in Jesus' name. Please, we shall meet God willing this night. God bless you. Shalom. Bye bye.